If you do that and you live in Texas, you may be convicted of child abuse and your child is taken away and placed in a foster home. Yeah, see, that that is too extreme. That's where we are right now. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing, so do your own research. Dave, our nation is so divided right now. Yes. Um, um, I listened to an episode from... Uh, the Holy Post with David French and Sky Jathani that was super helpful to me. And so I want to give credit where credit is due, but they suggested some things that um, I want to talk about with you and see what you yeah, think. Yeah, okay, great. Um, and so I want to, so the topic today is uh, transgender kids and parental right. rights. Right. And we have these, we have like polar opposite uh, views on among conservatives and among progressives that I don't know how we can bridge this divide. Right. Um, but I want to talk about it. Before we start, though, um, I want to say that there, the term gender-affirming healthcare, uh, I don't know a better term to use. That's the term that the laws typically will use, uh-huh. but I don't like the term. Right. Um, because um, I think you and I agree that um, boys are boys and girls are girls. Yeah, and we've talked about this. Yeah. And if, uh, the intersex episode, we, we always go back to. It's one of our more popular episodes. Yeah, that's right. Um, where we talk a little bit about the, 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 the biology of how people that's can right. be caught in the middle. But typically, they're, they're very handedly leaning one way or the other. Almost it's, all intersex yeah. people um, are pretty clearly boys or girls. Right. But there, there are... There, there are have very been few cases where they They're just can't extraordinarily tell. rare where they actually yeah. can't tell. You know, and I've seen I've seen clips of like Ben Shapiro and uh-huh. he just he he hangs so heavily on the on the chromosomes. Right. And in that episode I you know I made a point of uh, there's an XY situation yeah, totally. where someone is chromosomally male but yep. the testosterone yep. was not turned on. That's right. Every baby develops female. Yeah. Uh, these people grow up and they're entirely female yep. except for their chromosomes. Yep. So that would actually fly in the face of, of all of Ben Shapiro's that's arguments. Right. Okay, he doesn't understand. Let's not go down that road. That's the yeah. intersex episode. But that's that what was people fantastic. are listening to out there. You're right. You're exactly right. And so it's confusing people. They need to go back and listen to the Hopper Podcast Absolutely. episode on intersex. Yeah. Nonetheless, so gender affirming healthcare. You're. This is referring to uh, to gender confusing healthcare. <laughs> is that what you mean? I guess yeah. that's uh, yeah, p- perhaps. <laughs> but it is. It is. What's the language that's being used in the law, and it's uh-huh. what um, progressives like to use. And so, yeah, of course, it's very, a very positive spin. And I don't know a better way to. Use. So I'm, I'm going to keep using that throughout this episode. I think that we can, but I, but I don't know because I don't know exactly a better term, and that's mm-hmm. I, I, that doesn't bother me. The other thing um, that I want to say is we have said transgenderism, I really believe, is um, uh, not good. It is a dysphoria. It is a there's, – there's something – something has gone wrong uh-huh. if, if a boy feels like he is a girl right. or if a girl feels like she is a boy. Um, on the one hand, I think something has gone wrong. And on the other hand, I feel incredible compassion for those folks. Yeah. Incredible compassion. That's got to be awful. Right. Just awful. And they need our love and support and compassion. And I don't think that uh, 
gender-affirming healthcare is the right answer. Right. Um, that doesn't mean that I am fully on board with the conservative agenda here, uh-huh. for sure. Um, I will say that there's been a lot of studies about transgenderism, and especially with children. And as I have looked into those studies, uh, there's a pretty much an equal number of people who say that gender-affirming health care for children is really good for them. And studies that say transgender, uh, um, gender-affirming health care is really bad for them. Right. And they tend to be... Who's doing the study. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. And so both sides can support their conclusions right. with studies that were conducted by people who already had conclusions. Right. Um, because we're still in the very early stages of this. And it's... Uh... It's just a matter of some uh, shrink saying, "Oh, this person ha- seems healthier, more well balanced." With Correct. this kind, of, yeah, yeah, um, which is completely subjective. Yeah, um, I'm suspicious of all of these studies because it is so early, and because of who they're doing it, and because the studies are not that big. Because transgender kids who receive gender affirming health care, there's very, very, very few of them. Yeah. Um, and so you can't do massive studies. And so you do studies on five people or 10 people, and you, we can't draw conclusions about that one yeah. way or the other, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, um, the, there's extreme partisans on both sides, conservative and progressive. And here's, here's what I want to say. Here's one of the big things I want to say. On both sides, both people are honestly concerned about the safety of the children. Uh-huh. And that's probably the reason why this is such a hot topic. Right. Because conservatives are saying, you are um, castrating children, you are uh, sterilizing children, Uh you are doing permanent damage to their body. And their minds. And their minds Mm -hmm. for the rest of their life. Right. That is horrible. Right. And and so we're damaging children. Um, Progressives, on the other hand, are saying... By denying gender-affirming health care, you are further exacerbating mental health. And you are trans kids, um, suicide rates among trans kids is astronomical. Yeah. And it seems pretty clear that this helps, at least in the short term, that I think is clear. In the short term, it helps to give them, um, trans kids, a sense of themselves that they're more comfortable with and they are much less likely to commit suicide. That's actually, I know that that's true. There's mm-hmm. lots of, there's good numbers on that. Yeah, so let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah, uh, yeah. First of all, the, the word trans, Yeah. Um, uh, it depends on how, let's define how we're using that. Fair enough. So, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are we talking about a kid who is confused with their gender? Yeah. Are we talking about a kid who is in the process of changing their gender? Yeah. Because um, the fact that, Kids are confused. Is the reality? That's what we need to deal with. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, right. That that uh, there are people who deny that that exists for right. some reason. Yeah. I guess. Um, or they, they as if no one's confused about their gender. Right. Right. And, yeah. And, and they um, and they're not very compassionate. They, they <laughs> indeed. They certainly indeed. aren't projecting what it would be like for them to be in that circumstance. That's right. That's right. Um, but that doesn't make them trans. Uh, I think society makes them trans. Okay. Okay. And when we when we've decided that what we're going to do about this 
is surgery yep. and puberty blocking yep. and hormone therapies, yep. um, which I think is really a huge leap. Huge. From the initial problem that I'm not sure, I feel like a girl in a boy's body, to, oh, let's make you a girl. Right. Um, that Wow. You know, let's just bump this back 200 years. What would they have done um, in, with compassion, with, you know, if they didn't sure. have these medical sure. Sure. Uh, options? Uh, let's think about it at least from that perspective. You know, like what would the history of the world... Sure, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and so um, there is a, there is an issue. Let's not deny the issue. Yep. Um, and let's better understand it. Mm-hmm. And then I think we need to draw different conclusions because, as you describe it, I would I would definitely agree with the right on this one that these that puberty blocking, mm-hmm. um, chemical castration, all these things are are disastrous. Mm-hmm. And I would say that kids are confused about stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and maybe. Maybe puberty will straighten that out, mm-hmm. because you know a lot of kids who they're girls who don't feel like women or girls until they go through puberty and their breasts develop and they their hips right. you know they, sure. they now they feel like a woman right and boys who don't they don't really feel like a boy until they you know they have the urge to reproduce mm-hmm. and uh, they you know those those urges arise and when kids are confused and they haven't even developed mm-hmm. their secondary sexual characteristics, I'm not surprised, mm-hmm. and I'm not concerned, typically. Mm-hmm. you know. But when you make a big fuss about it... Yeah. But there is a difference. There are kids very early on who, who very clearly say, I feel like a girl yep. in a boy's body. I feel like a boy in a girl's body. That is a real issue. Mm-hmm. And it's not make-believe. You know, and some people think it is. We need to, we need to wrestle with that problem. Yeah. But I think we need different solutions than okay, we'll we'll just change you into that gender then, right? Yeah, and as far as the mental health piece, um, I'm not sure that we can prove causation either. Fair enough. Like, um, hey, the the reason why people are committing suicide is because society is not accepting of this problem, or it could be this problem has to do with mental health, mm-hmm. and the link to suicide and, and mental health is already there. Right. Um, and that's a that's a. You know, it's a different topic. Sure. Well, what I'm saying is that when tr- trans kids get uh, gender-affirming health care, uh-huh. puberty blockers and other things like this, um, they they do not uh, commit suicide yeah, or struggle the with the depression at the same rates. That, that uh-huh. goes down significantly. I wonder if there's anything to do with the placebo effect that we've talked about on it's here. It's a real possibility. Um, I'm getting help. But we don't know. who are taking care of me and... Um, so I'm just saying, let's yeah. you know we need to we need to challenge and think about all and, of these factors. And we don't know the factors. long we, because this is still so new. We don't know the long term effects on this, right? Um, for sure. Well, let, let's talk for a little bit about some of the crazy. First, I want to go over um, a bill in California um, or a, a, a statute in California that has passed, and then we're going to go over uh, that's I think crazy on the progressive yeah. side. And then one that's on the right, uh, we're going to beat up on both sides um, because people really have lost their minds on both sides here. Mm. So let's first talk about the California one. California has recently enacted a statute that gives judges broad authority to allow parents to bring their children to California from outside the state to receive gender-affirming health care, even if it is over the protest of the custodial parent. Right. Even if the custodial parent has a court order preventing gender-affirming health care in their home state. Right. That is crazy. Yeah. 
So to break that down for people, that means that if uh, you have one parent who is trying to keep their child from uh, having surgeries to change their gender, the other parent can take them to California and have that done against the other parent's will and against the will of that state that they're from, where they live. Where they live. Um, And California, uh, in that way, is is being very aggressive and saying... Uh, we think we know what's best and right in this circumstance. These people really are yeah. genders that are locked in, in, the, in the wrong gender, and we're going to fix that for them. That's right. And that's going to prevent them from committing suicide. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And this is even um, when you're talking about a dispute between a custodial parent and the non-custodial parent. Yeah. Right, where the custodial parent really has the rights, the parental rights. Right. If you've got someone who just has you know, a child for the weekend or for a holiday or something like that, they can so say someone a couple like that lives in Texas and the the um, non custodial parent sees the child once a month or once a week something like that and they, that that parent can take the child to California and just stay there and receive um, gender affirming health care right where if that's what they're seeking then everything is fine if that's not what they're seeking that's called kidnapping right that is illegal you cannot yeah. do that. And so what's happening is that they're saying this is equivalent, necessarily equivalent to abuse, that denying a child gender-affirming health care is the same exact thing as abuse. What you're doing is you are rescuing, legally, you are rescuing a child from an abuse situation, and so you cannot be prosecuted. It's not kidnapping anymore. You are a rescuer. Yeah, uh, California is seeing themselves as some sort of asylum. Exactly. Yeah. This is a refuge for for people struggling with this, and we're gonna we're gonna help these people. And the thing is, that is over and against. Uh, that that is uh, flies in the face of a parent's rights over their children, a parent's rights to determine what their child, uh, you know, what's going on with their children, right? To raise their child the way that they see fit. Yeah, um, this is terrible. Um, uh, it, it's it's hard for me to. It's kind of this. shocking, and it? it's yeah. just it's it's stunning. This where we are. Yeah, that's right. Like, how do we get here? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, further than that, there are a bunch of um, school districts and local communities all over the country now that are starting to enact policies and legislation that prevents teachers from talking to parents about their own children about their sexual identity. So let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say a teacher hears a conversation where a teenage girl asks her friends to start calling her Richard and to use he, him pronouns. Uh-huh. Okay? This kind of thing happens. After a few days of discussion among her friend group, they start doing that. They're calling The friends are calling her Richard and referring to her with he, him pronouns. And the teacher notices some other behavioral changes in the girl. And then one day, the girl's mother comes to school and says to the teacher, hey, have you noticed any differences in my daughter? She's not acting the same. Something seems to be off, but she's not talking to me. I just want to know if you've seen anything different or in school. In that case, the teacher is not allowed to say anything or disclose any information to this mother about what she knows about the child's sexual identity. And if the teacher does that, they face what? They'll be fired. Okay. And maybe maybe um, other prosecution as well. I don't know. Because this is against the law for a teacher. In some places, it's policy, school uh-huh. policy. And so it's, that's not exactly the law. It's like a hiring uh-huh. policy right. of the public school. But in other cases, it might be laws as well. There's different yeah. different iterations of it in different right. places. Right, right. Which, which uh, is shocking, too. Yeah. That, that you can't 
talk to a parent about what you're seeing and witnessing? So there are a few categories. So this puts it, again, in the same category of abuse. Uh So we already have these regulations about abuse. So... It's assuming abuse. It's it exactly. If you it can't puts, just communicate with it, a parent, just wants to know what's going on when they're not around. This is so we have this this um, this system already, so to speak, and it, but it only applies to abuse. So okay, so imagine a different child who uh, tells her teacher privately. Uh-huh. Uh, it says, I love jazz and I really want to learn jazz piano, but my dad hates jazz. And anytime I ever talk about jazz or listen to jazz, he screams at me and I have to stay in my room and I don't get dinner. Um, last week he came home early and he heard, uh, I didn't realize he was going to be home and, uh-huh. and I was playing Miles Davis, you know, in my room. He hit me with a baseball bat. He hates me listening to jazz. Okay. Um, first of all, teachers required to report this, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. But then secondly, if that child decides to do her history report on the history of jazz, uh-huh. the teacher is allowed not to disclose that to her father. And that makes sense to me. I'm glad for a law like that. Right. That's the abuse, right? So we do this with abuse. And so now they're saying sexual identity transgenderism is in the same exact category as abuse. If if a uh, And so it's automatically abuse if a parent... Um, we're assuming anything around transgenderism yeah. is, is abuse. This is one of the things with laws. Like the, to me, that that it's just like common sense. You know, if if you're a teacher and you know that a child is being mistreated over something foolish, yeah, um, of course you wouldn't you wouldn't go out of your way to disclose that, right? Right. I mean, yeah, you, totally. of course you might keep that private, uh, exactly. Um, and yet, if your parent. Uh, a parent who doesn't have to send their kid to public school, by the way, there's no, you know, they can send them somewhere else, right? Sure. They can get a private school or homeschool or whatever. Yeah. But they send them to a, a public school and they want to know what's going on in that public school. Uh-huh. I think they have every right for that. Sure. Uh, and, and, and it just seems like if it's not going to cause damage. And so that that's where it's just assuming. It's assuming. Yeah. That, that this that is this abuse. Parent, one, that this parent disagrees with, with mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what do we call it? Gender affirming. Healthcare. Healthcare. Yep. Right. <laughs> Gender confusing healthcare. Okay. Um, and and that they're, uh, they're automatically opposed to it or, you know, to, to automatically make a rule that a teacher can't discuss it. Right. Um, this is happening a bunch all over in school districts and in local communities all over the country right now. And this 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 is where um, professionals quote professionals or other adults can conspire, uh, counsel, and and otherwise uh, uh, indoctrinate children, mm-hmm. and the parents have no um, ability to even know about it. To even know about it, and they're protected by law. In that that's case. right. Um, yeah, I think that's horrible. That's horrible. I mean, we, this is this is where uh, we're not if we're not dialoguing if we're not talking these things out if we're not trying to understand each other right then we're just going to keep making these laws where we can hide things from each other yep. or or it's just disastrous yep that's right and and to take a parent and to uh, try to quote protect that child uh-huh. um, uh huh what, what's what's next you know like uh, you 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 have too much butter on your on uh-huh. your biscuit. Yep. You know, uh, you've got... You've That's got abuse. A, That's abuse. Yeah. You've got a sugar pack of uh, uh, Capri Sun in That's your abuse. Lunch. That's yeah. abuse. You know, it's like, and I don't want to, I'm not going to, I don't want to be like a slippery slope logical fallacy here, but uh, you can see where precedent is being set. Yeah. Um, and this is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is disturbing. Okay. Let's go to the right. And there are some crazy stuff happening on the right as well. Texas Governor Abbott directed recently his state attorney general to interpret the current law 
in a new way, which he has done, so that any parent providing any kind of gender-affirming health care to their child is thereby committing child abuse. And as such, uh-huh. Child Protective Services must investigate any medical or pharmaceutical intervention as child abuse. And the children can then be taken away from their families. Okay. Um, now, I think that that is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, states have the right to make laws to limit elective medical care. That's true. Um, even medical care that alters a person's life, is, uh, especially for children. So, for example, tattoos, right? Lots of states have said um, that um, there are strict regulations around tattoos for children. That makes sense to me. Sure. That makes sense to me. That's a, that's a good rule. for a, That's a good law in a state. Right. Because that's, uh, yeah. And it's eighteen might even be too young in some some Maybe. of these examples Maybe. because the, the, you know they've they've already determined that the human brain isn't done with its risk assessment until mm-hmm. twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, neuroscience is, is suggesting that that uh, good decisions aren't always made. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the younger you are, you're going you're to make pretty crazy decisions. That's right. That's right. Um, but what's happening is that we there are a lot of okay. Let me give you the scenario of this. This has happened a bunch in Texas, actually. Think about a parent who has a child with severe gender dysphoria. Yeah. Okay. Um, if uh, so, those parents then, because of that, take the child to see a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a doctor, and um, the people that they're seeing, all these different professions, agree and say that gender-affirming health care is not only helpful to them, but it might actually save the child's life. Yeah, let's let's push it further and say the child is, is suicidal. Totally. They're Absolutely. So, they're in such dysphoria, and they, they, they so clearly articulate that they feel like and that the happens opposite a bunch. gender. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Which, and, which, to reiterate, sounds awful. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. I, I can only imagine the, right. the horror of it. Yes, and and the and what what about the horror of the parent watching a right. child struggle and with worrying this? about their child's okay? So you say, how do I it? help? And the doctor, the psychiatrist, the psychologist says the way to help is by um, giving your child uh, you know uh, chemical blockers for um, uh, uh, puberty or maybe something else. Yeah, hold on a second, just so people understand the the puberty blockers. The the idea there is that it gives the child more time. To figure this out, uh-huh. um, that's right. I, I don't like. I said earlier. I think that that's probably the opposite. That puberty will help us figure this out. Um, I could be wrong, but oh, I, I'm not. <laughs> I think I've made my my position pretty clear. Oh no, clear, I'm, not, but, I'm not saying you're, yeah, yeah. that's your position. I'm just, I'm just no, no. But you can understand where this absolutely. is. This makes this is reasonable. I'm not sure that I agree with it, but it's reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so after a few suicide attempts, this kid, um, months and years of struggle, you finally agree to allow the child to have some chemical um, stopping of puberty to give right. them some time. If you do that and you live in Texas, you may be convicted of child abuse and your child is taken away and placed in a foster home. Yeah, see, that that is too extreme. That's where we are right now. Yeah, That's right, where we yeah. are right now. Let to me put tell that you, kid in foster care a, is a kid a who's disaster. really struggling. Yeah. A kid who's really struggling to say, we're going to take away the, the chemicals that are, that are uh, helping you, and we're going to also take you away from your family who loves you so much and right. put you in a foster home. Uh, 
that is that's what Texas is doing right now. And and you know you can speak to foster care. Yes, I can. A, a lot of foster care has abuse built into it. Totally. A lot of foster care there has are good about, foster parents, uh-huh. but there are there's financial... no one like actual parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It, it's um that is the thought that a, that a government would take my child away from me. Yes. When we're trying to do our very very best to help this child and prevent yeah. a suicide. So here. This is the way to stick them in foster care. This is what Texas is saying. Um, if you were to beat your kid with a baseball bat, mm-hmm. we would take your child away and put them in foster care. That makes sense to me. Uh-huh. Uh, and so they would say gender affirming health care is the exact same thing, or at least it's in the same category. Yeah. And I no, it is not. It's, in, it yeah, is right. not. This is where I say the problem exists, and, and what are we going to do for a child in this circumstance? Yeah. That's where we, the discussion needs to happen. Right. And, and people have jumped. Uh, they're, they're, they're not listening, and they're focusing on their side, and now they're making legislation to promote their side and, 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 and say, our side is so correct, we have an asylum for these other states. Yep. Um, or, oh, yeah, well, we'll just, we'll just take the kids away because yep. it's, it, that is just not listening. Yeah. This is not a... Who in their right mind, not even in the right mind, who in the world would say that kid, hitting kids with baseball bats is sometimes a good thing? Right. No, nobody. Right. Nobody. But what we've got is this gender-affirming health care, which I agree with you. I don't think it's gender-affirming. But you and I, uh, that position is not universal. Right. Not even close to universal in our country. And I think we need to talk about what... what the I problem want, is and yeah, what to do about it. That's right. I want to advocate for a particular position or maybe even um, for research to move towards something. I've got I, I've got my view of it, but it, I, it is not categorically abuse. Right. It is not. Um, we need to do something else. I, I may very well come to the conclusion that in certain circumstances, this is the way to go. I think that I would in some circumstances. Right. In some circumstances. The problem with the left and the right is that they, again, they... they they just bolster their position. That's right. I mean, so in every circumstance, now now they're just completely confusing kids almost on purpose. Yep. Maybe this is what the problem is. Yep. Yeah, matter of fact, I think it is. Let's do this. Yep. That is abusive. Yep. And it, there just needs to be some, some reason brought back into yep. all this. Yep. The other thing is that in Texas, they have not changed the laws. And so all they've done is that they have said gender-affirming health care is abuse. And that comes from the governor, not from the legislature. So you're allowed to get gender-affirming health care. Uh, they're not prosecuting the doctors and nurses and health care providers uh-huh. because that's legal to do. But if you are seeking it for your child... You're abusing then your child. You, because it's abuse. Uh-huh. And so the, I think that the place to have these discussions is the legislature, not... Yeah the executive branch. Right. We need to be... They are taking away parental rights. That, that is complete abuse of power of the executive branch. Complete abuse of yeah. power of the executive branch. You know, I feel compelled to, to reiterate something from the intersex right now. Okay, to go say ahead. That, um, so, so people may be shocked to hear me say that I may come to the conclusion that uh, me too. changing a gender is, is the way to go. Yeah. But I would say that, um, one, don't assume that you know what the gender is or that the chromosomes tell you the totally. gender because it has multiple factors involved. Yes. Um, what level of hormones are in the bloodstream, how the body's responding to That's those right. hormones. That's right. Um, so there's like seven factors That's right. to determine gender. That's right. And so you might, you might 
educate yourself a bit on those things before you jump to Ben yep. Shapiro's conclusions that the chromosomes tell us everything. Yep, that's right. Um, we, it's more complicated than that. It is. It, yeah. it is more complicated, which is why I think that it is in the. It ought to be in the realm of healthcare, where you're sitting down with a a professional who knows what they're doing, psychiatry, and um, a medical doctor, other medical doctors, um, because it. You can't write a law to cover all of the nuances that might be there. For example, not only the intersex issue, but also there are people whose bodies, for whatever reason, um, start going through puberty extraordinarily early. So, uh, you know, there are there are rare cases where people start going through, boys and girls start going through puberty at five years old. Okay, that's when the gender, the... Uh, Puberty blockers might make sense. have developed. We've we've been using them for a long time, starting with five, six, seven, eight year olds. And we say, okay, something the hormones have gone crazy, and right. they're way too early. We got to put you on puberty blockers until it's time to develop puberty. Under uh, some situation like this, all of a sudden that becomes child abuse mm-hmm. because the, because it's, anyway, it's just way too nuanced. There's too much going on here. Yeah, and and this I don't know if you, you may disagree with me on this, but I think that um, in in that environment you also need uh, educated clergy. Yes, 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 to yes. Help, Absolutely uh, to bring ethics and yes. and uh, you know what what's moral and immoral Absolutely. into this conversation. Yes, um, so that that our our municipalities and our uh, religion is matching. Totally. Um, and I think that what we've got when I've when I have heard con, uh, conservatives. Talk about we need to we need to um, stop gender affirming healthcare. Um, they almost never I, well not almost I've never heard anybody that says then and and we need to support the mental health uh, of kids who are really struggling with this. Let's yeah. put tons of research and resources right into helping kids um, with their mental health. I haven't heard that. It's just like just stop it. That that is awful. It's awful. I think that that comes from people who just have not had any personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you think about this with uh, yeah. with any any topic or category until you have your own experience and you realize, oh, this is complicated. Yep. And this is not as simple as people oh, yeah. say it is. Yeah. Uh, then it starts to change your your mind about something. Yep. Um, and so I think the point there is to say. Uh, Let's not be quick to jump to conclusions or reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's talk and let's get an education about these things, yep. and then let's deal with the real issue here. Yep, um, and and come up with with better conclusions or better better paths forward than uh, California, you know, than than Texas and Texas, and yeah, wrecking parents' rights and yeah, um, over it's just government overreach. Yeah, so there's like several. There's a bunch of issues here. One is the transgender kids issue, but another that you just mentioned, and we've kind of hinted at, is parents' rights. Yeah, a parent's right to, and and the state in California and the state of Texas are um, just coming in and just squashing parental rights mm-hmm. to help their child to grow and develop naturally. Yeah, the way that the way that their circumstances and their bodies and their minds, you know. And their values and their religion, you know, uh, dictate that. Right. That that is that is just government overreach. That that is just arrogance. Yep. Right. That's right. To say we know better than parents. That's right. Yeah. You know, um, I think that part of what what California and the progressives do not understand uh, the, those the extremes uh, on the extremes end is that there is uh, there are two genders. 
And having uh, a few people who don't quite understand or that we don't understand what their gender is or that they, they themselves don't understand their gender, that doesn't mean that there's not two genders. Right. There's two genders. Yeah. That is, uh, that's how it has been in the past. And I don't see anything that contradicts that now. And I don't understand why that would change now. There are right. two genders. And that's hard. That, that, that is true. And I think what the uh, conservatives, the, the way the crazy conservatives don't understand is that there are uh, lots and lots of nuances and there are lots of circumstances and there are people with experiences that uh, really are struggling with that. Yeah, and it so the truth is there, and that's hard. And the way people work through all that is really difficult. That's maybe a bigger topic for us to talk about another time. Well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you you see a, a person who has changed gender, mm-hmm. um, and you look at them, and they are in every way a man, uh, dressing and trying to act like a woman mm-hmm. and it it's it's even like jolting to your senses right your it is sometimes but i have seen some that are like whoa that's really and, and yeah. yeah they made a little easier transition well yeah. so, the people oh, <laughs> I, okay i'm gonna challenge that a little bit because the people who there might be people who are have made the transition and if you don't see the transition and you just think of them as a man or as a woman uh then you don't know anything different but the ones that you take notice of are the ones that aren't passing well. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just making a point. Okay, I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not making a universal statement. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. That, uh, if you take someone who who you see is clearly, I mean, a big bowed up man with yeah. an Adam's apple and, right. and and a deep voice, and he's <laughs> dressing like a woman, right, 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 and pretending, uh, saying that he's a woman, yeah, and then he starts trying to take hormones and tries yeah, yeah, to yeah. tries to have some surgeries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, it there's something about that that says, uh, have we really looked at all the factors here? Yeah, because uh-huh. you pretty handily, very clearly are are male. Yeah, and I'm sure if we looked at the uh, the the uh, the hormone levels, uh-huh. and we looked at uh-huh. the, your body's response to hormone, yep. and we've looked at your 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 chromosomes, we're going to see all these indications that you are male. You're so then what, what happened here? Yeah, mentally something went wrong. Right. What happened? And 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 is the right answer to for you to dress like a woman and to yeah. walk around acting like a woman when everyone sees you as a male, the whole yeah. world yeah. sees that you're that you're a man. Yeah. Um, and then we then we throw our our modern abilities in there to to really alter and to reconstruct genitalia and all that kind of stuff and really confuse the matter. Yeah. I, I just I can't make that leap, man. No, 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 no. That yeah. I, I think that that is not the right answer. Right. And that dude needs help. Yeah, that sounds like we need some, he needs some a better lot of mental support. health and some better uh, therapy. And yeah, and, and you're right, a lot of support. And what he what that person doesn't need is uh, someone saying you're an idiot. Stop yes. acting like an idiot. Yes. Um, yes. And just you know, slap them around, toughen up, boy. I'm not sure that that uh, you know when, the way that you and I grew up. Uh, I don't know if you you had a lot not, of the, the 70s not, was definitely yeah, like. I, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. That that's not the answer. Nor is it for someone to scream at him. You are a man. Stop it. Yeah. Right. That's that's not helpful. It's That's not, not helpful. helpful. The other thing, I, so they, he needs some individual support, but I think as a society, it's going to be tough because our entire our entire society now has so imbibed this this hyper individualism that I get to decide for myself who I am. Right. Um, there's 
that is, and we've gone so far off the deep end on that, that that is, that's really problematic. Um, I think I told you um, one of my favorite stories uh, in my church, when I was a pastor of a church, um, a Presbyterian church, and I remember uh, in a small group talking, a Bible study basically, um, talking about the history of the church, and so we were talking about it, and um, and I was talking about the different Protestant denominations and how they formed and all this kind of stuff, and I said, everyone here, we are all Presbyterians. Yeah. And uh, one of the ladies there said, well, I'm not a Presbyterian. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, I know I'm part of the church, this church, but I'm not a Presbyterian. I'm just a Christian. I said, no, you are a Presbyterian. And she said, no, I'm not. And I said, you're a member of this church. You've taken vows to this church. You are part of the community, and you've taken vows to it. You are a member here. By definition, you are a Presbyterian. You don't get to choose not to be a Presbyterian while you are a Presbyterian. While you're actively choosing to be one. Right. Yeah. And that even was a choice, but it was, uh, you know, she could she could choose not to be a Presbyterian. Right. But sorry, the community gets to define who you are. And we all recognize that um, in one sense. That's why all these transgender folks... Yeah, two degrees. And two yeah. degrees. That's why they're trying to say, you have to call me by my pronouns, because they know that the community chooses who they are. They're so right. bothered by some by other people's opinion of them. And yet saying, I get to decide for myself who I am. Right. And that's just not the case. Um, Have you seen a list of the pronouns, by the way? Uh, They've gotten it's rather been, extensive. It's crazy. And there's no way that people can, can keep up with this. No, no. Um, yeah. No, you can't. And, and, and uh, we, you don't get to decide. Someone doesn't get to decide who they are, just right. in general. Right? right, how someone perceives. I don't get to decide whether I'm a good athlete or not. I mean, I can practice and I can get better, but right. I have a gifted body or I don't have a gifted body. I, right. you know, I'm in a particular situation or I'm not in a particular situation. I don't get to choose my race. Yeah. I don't get to choose you all can, kinds of things. You can choose your name, and and by golly, choose and your some name. Some people then. do that. Go change your name and get yeah. the name that you want. But but pronouns, sorry, yeah, I, you know. Well, and how people perceive you, how a community perceives you, and we need right. that. We need to get away from. So what I'm saying is that someone who's really struggling with, you know, you're, you're talking about a, a man with a big Adam's apple and a deep voice and broad shoulders and all, and he's he's wears a dress and says, "I'm a woman now." Right. Right. But, okay. Um, he needs a lot of support, and there's going to be. We also need to change our society, and I don't know quite how to do that. I'm a little bit despairing about that because sure. what's going to move us more toward collectivism again i don't want there's an extreme there i don't want to go to such uh-huh. collectivism that nobody you know that you're just you are um who you are and it's like a fate almost and you have to play your or role like, or and, nazism um yeah there's that or or yeah. other uh you know traditional cultures where uh-huh. you can't you know you, a popped up nail gets hammered down as a japanese proverb yeah, yeah 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 okay so that's an extreme on that side we don't want that we don't want that but this extreme individualism where where every show everywhere is saying, you know, every uh, entertainment and all of our books and all right. of our everything is saying, you are whoever you say you are. Right. That's that's messed up. Yeah. And and by the way, uh, you're you're to to the degree that we can make up new um, new humanity. Yeah. Right. You're, there's not male and female now. There's like a, a spectrum right, of, right, right, right. of all kinds of different people, and you can choose that. You can be that. Right. Um, yeah. That. Anyway, um, here's another. What we need to be listening to each other. 
We need to be listening to each other. There are crazy conservatives, crazy progressives, and we need to be listening to each other. Agreed. Uh, yeah, we need to we need to focus on coming together and making some solutions to to the to real problems, mm-hmm. and not just uh, pulling out the guns and shooting each other. Which is a lot of what this is. Which which has happened in our history, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, people say we're heading that direction again, but we just put that in the hopper. I know. <laughs> All right, we'll have to we'll have to go after that sometime. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Hey, we've got bonus episodes for you. You asked for them, we got them. Yep, more Hopper goodness. Bonus episodes that are only for our Patreon subscribers. We're a little bit freer to tell stories that we don't really want out there in the public. It's like, I don't know, the Hopper podcast after dark. Oh, yeah, like the time we went to see the Rock Hard Willie Band. You've said too much already. (laughs) Okay, it's easy. Just touch or swipe the cover art on the Hopper podcast on your podcasting app, and you'll find show notes. Follow the link there and sign up to give us a little bit of money each month, $5, $10, $20. At any level, you'll get immediate access to all our bonus episodes. We'll send you a special link to a new private podcast feed, and you'll get all the bonus episodes on your phone automatically. We love our Patreon supporters, and we treat them right. You know who you are. Thank you so much. You can become a Hopper Podcast Insider today. Willie, you've always got some like little news crypt. Tell me something funny. Uh, do you know about Mammoth Meatballs? <laughs> Do I know about mammoth meatballs? <laughs> okay, so uh, you know that they have been growing in laboratories. So many jokes. So many jokes. Continue. <laughs> They've been growing in laboratories uh, or working on it. It's not a viable commercial thing yet, but meat um, so that you could have like actual meat, muscle from animals uh-huh. without. Killing animal, without animals. animals. They're without, growing meat and yeah, and like meat tissue, giant p- petri dishes. I, I guess I don't. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're petri dishes, but sure, let's the, say petri dishes. And now they have taken uh, DNA from a woolly mammoth, uh-huh. and have has they've grown meat, like significant okay. uh, hunks of meat. From a woolly mammoth, they've gotten the DNA from like frozen samples, yeah, uh-huh. or something, and now uh-huh. they've, they've they're growing woolly mammoth meat muscle that it uh-huh. has the DNA signature, not signature. I mean, it is yeah. it is woolly mammoth. Do, do people muscle. eat elephants in the world? I'm sure they. I don't know. I've never heard of people. Eating I haven't elephant. either. I want to try some elephant. No, I don't want to try some elephant. Elephants are so, okay. They're growing woolly mammoth. If meat. there was enough, that my concern about eating. Elephants is that there's not enough of them in the world or something. I don't right, know if right. they were, if we were farming elephants, I'd be very happy to eat an elephant. Interesting. Yeah. So will it, yeah, because woolly mammoths are related to elephants. It's sure. it's it's like a um, to me it's it's like a, a weird violation of uh, I mean they've got a huge brain and uh, they're just a beloved animal. There's something psychological I'm trying to work through on that one. Oh, yeah. now that's that's really interesting because yeah, yeah what animals. Or do Would we I eat, eat and, and not, not eat? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's like, right. The, like who thought of, you know what? Let's grow some woolly mammoth meat. Yeah. Like what, what are they trying to do? They're, are people going to eat that? Well, that sounds like science to me. It's yeah, just, of it's course. Just, like they're, you know, I'm just wondering what they're trying to do. So uh, backing up, the whole idea of growing meat in a laboratory, that that scares me. That just sounds like fraught with peril. Like what? how are they feeding this meat? What are they feeding it? You know the difference between corn-fed beef and grass-fed beef is dramatic in its health? 
Oh, yeah. Have you had grass-fed it's amazing. hamburgers? It tastes great. It, it's, it, it is, is like, way it's a, better for you. It's like a different... Uh, like you different can't even type, call it. It's a, it's 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 something totally a different. different kind of beef. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it's the way they they were uh, meant to be. Yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, and the 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 fat profiles, the protein profile is all better. It's all better for you, and, and it tastes much better. Yeah, so, oh my goodness. So, what in the world are they they doing in this laboratory? They just like how how are they doing this? Do you I know anything no about it? No, I don't know if they're feeding it grass or corn. <laughs> <laughs> or or they're sprinkling grass on on muscle. What kind? What kind of grass? Is it, is it bluegrass? Um, is it? I don't know all the different kinds of grass. <laughs> Frescue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have no idea Orchard how they are. Grass. Yeah, I don't know. So, and, and are yeah. they going to be able to mimic? Maybe someone is going to you know eventually be nostalgic for. I, I want a McDonald's hamburger, but I don't <laughs> want an animal to die as a result. So can you give me corn fed? Uh, beef parts, beef that have parts been scrambled yes. in a giant blender <laughs> exactly. with some some awful oil. Yeah, yeah. I want that kind of meat, uh, as opposed to other kinds of beef uh, that are better for you. Or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I just want to remind you that you started this segment by asking me if I knew anything about mammoth meatballs, <laughs> <laughs> and I said nothing. I said very little. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a lot going on in your mind. I could see it. <laughs> so that is someone. I didn't say mammoth balls, but that's clearly what you were thinking of. What did you say? Mammoth meatballs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> woolly for, mammoth for woolly. <laughs> for the record, uh, yeah, the uh, we're talking about muscle and not other uh, kinds of tissue that yes. might be related to. Uh, Woolly balls. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, woolly mammoth balls. Stop. It. Mammoth woolly balls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's so, pull this back here. Yeah, let's, let's rein this in. All I, right. I, I, <laughs> what other DNA do you think? How far back do you think we've got DNA samples? Good question. I don't know. I mean, the whole Jurassic Park thing about like a sure. mosquito. In the amber, having some dinosaur DNA is mm-hmm. interesting, but I don't. That's I don't think they could actually extract that. Do you? I don't know. Or if it'd be viable, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that's realistic. But I think those sorts of structures break down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, within a few thousand years, maybe. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, not if they've got. Well, it's been longer than a than a few thousand years since woolly mammoths have been around. It's within thousands of years. Is it? Yeah. 10,000 years, maybe? Okay, 10,000 yeah. years. Sure, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Which is more than a few. It could have been. It could but be, okay. Yeah, that could be less than that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it just makes me wonder, like, okay, like, uh, could something like Jurassic Park, I mean, if they're growing the muscle, is there some way they can, they can, um, you know, in vitro, uh, a saber-toothed tiger? Can they... Yeah, so theoretically, that's absolutely possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, they, well, that's the, the explanation on from Jurassic Park is uh, a reasonable explanation. It's not. Yeah. yeah, it's just how viable is the DNA sample? That's right. That's what I'm, I think is the issue. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I remember a Friends episode where uh, where Phoebe tells tells Ross that Jurassic Park could happen, and he flips out. He's a paleontologist. Okay, yeah, and he has like a, a meltdown because you know, yeah, it, there's no way it could happen, kind of thing. 
Um, so I wonder if the, if the writers of Friends know something we don't. Maybe. <laughs> um, or maybe they're just looking for uh, something to, uh, you know, he, he's, a, effect. he's a paleontologist. And so the writers are like, yeah. okay, how do we do, how do we create conflict with that? Yeah. And this was the way to do it. You know, um, uh, the T-Rex, who, which was like the big uh, uh, star of Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park, is not from the Jurassic period. Um, yeah. it, you know, and, and so people were upset about that, uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, the T-Rex is interesting. You know, uh, there, as time goes on, scientists are saying that it is less and less and less impressive than we used to think. Uh-huh. It still was impressive. It's, it's a fantastic dinosaur, no question about it. But it, it wasn't the big, massive, you know, right. uh, predator or whatever. I learned recently that, uh, Godzilla... The, the the character of Godzilla uh-huh. was designed on the T-Rex. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. 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 Uh but it wasn't that. It was it was uh anyway. Yeah. It was apparently fairly thin and uh was a scavenger. Yep. Um, huge olfactory lobe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tiny little arms, um, if we can call them arms. Which means that it what that when it would eat something, it's already dead. Mm-hmm. It's not killing anything. It probably did in self defense, but um, it basically isn't killing things. Yeah, yeah. So it's had really good breath, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, Eating did. all that, like like vultures or uh, um, yeah, what are the uh, hyenas? Like a hyena. It's basically a hy- it's basically a large hyena. <laughs> a, a lizard hyena. A lizard hyena. Yeah. Uh, did you like Godzilla when you were a kid? No. Didn't watch any Godzilla movies? No, nope, never did. Oh, I loved all that stuff. Did you? Oh, yeah. All the monster films. Okay. I, I, I yeah, Man, the stuff they have out today, my kids have no idea what we had to watch. Right. You know, I'd come home and watch Gilligan Island reruns or something. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I did like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Why? I go back and listen and watch it now, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, this is this painful. Is, this is terrible. Yeah, I, I, there was not a whole lot of television I liked. Um, so when it had something that was sci-fi, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Aliens and monsters. And, uh-huh. Yeah, then, then it, it sparked a little more interest for me. I did like um, Star Trek, and when I go back and watch those original Star Trek, it's the same thing. It's terrible. They had yeah. the, they had one episode had like a Godzilla sort of guy. Oh, yeah? It was a human uh-huh. in a gut, clearly I I in a Godzilla that in my suit. I yeah. That he was yeah. supposed to be an alien, right? Right, right. Or you have, there was, there was another one that, another uh, alien that was clearly a dog with that was some like appendages, so, so, some they had like a horn um <laughs> like this horn that was coming out of his head did it talk uh no it didn't talk i don't think yeah. uh, but they were holding it and and it was like oh no this is this is the race of of uh beings that are on this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 mm. but but it was great i remember watching it and thinking man this is the best thing ever and now i go back and and watch it like what yeah have you did you watch the Dukes of Hazard? Yes. Have you seen any of those episodes lately? No. <laughs> oh man. It's bad, huh? Yeah. It's so bad. Why did we watch that stuff? We were kids. Yeah. We I were guess kids. So. And what do we have to choose from? I'm telling you, there was just no option. There's yeah. no CGI. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, what are you gonna watch? Bonanza? Yeah, I did watch Bonanza. Yeah. Sorry. I tell you what. I loved Bonanza. I did. I thought Bonanza was better than some of those other shows. Yeah. I liked Bonanza a lot. Hmm. 
And actually, when when I go, you know, now I go and visit people in their homes a bunch, elderly people, because you know, you can talk Bonanza with them. I'm telling you, they are all watching Bonanza. Bonanza is on all the time. Mm -hmm. There are channels. I don't know what the channels are, but there are channels out there apparently that is like Bonanza and the Rifleman. And the Virginian, and uh, you know the, these old Western yeah. serials, uh, and they're just like playing nonstop. And uh, a lot of them don't like the Bonanza a whole lot, but they watch it at, because it's on, and they yeah. like you know they're all based around the same basic hmm. premise. Well, I tell you what, yeah, you get us some woolly mammoth burgers. <laughs> I'll grill them up, and we'll uh, we'll watch an episode of Bonanza. That sounds great. But well, only no, you, I don't want to. No, only if you get the woolly mammoth burgers. I don't want to watch Bonanza again. <laughs> I've yeah, no, not interested. Yeah. I did when I was young, and Gilligan's Island, and Dukes of Hazard, and all these shows yeah. that now I go back and like this is terrible. The Love Boat. Were you allowed to watch that? No, definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. You watch the Love Boat. Oh my goodness. How about Fantasy Island? Definitely not. <laughs> not even close. Not wow. even well, close. Well, you didn't. You didn't grow up, man. You didn't grow up the same way. No, we grew yeah. up very differently. You weren't allowed to see Fantasy Island. Yeah, I've heard of it. Don't I, know, I don't even don't know, know what it tattoo. is. No, I don't know. The plane, the plane. I, my friends told me about okay. it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I think I've seen clips. It's a it's a little person, right? Who's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the sidekick of the the Fantasy Island guru who okay. sets up everyone's fantasy. That you go to the island, you you live this fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. You, you you have some sort of character development. From no, it's too fantasy. risque. But somehow Dukes of Hazard, you know, with Daisy and her short yeah. shorts, that they wasn't too risque. That, huh? yeah. yeah, and and Gilligan's Island, where you got you know those Ginger uh, and uh, Marianne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't a problem. But I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Well, woolly mammoth balls. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Congratulations. You win a case of irregular corn dogs. I already have that. To claim your prize, write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287. And join us next time when we'll discuss if Simon Cowell's head is too big. Yeah. There's a lot to say about that. I think it is. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Cream of Donkey Soup.